0: I have future wager at 50 to 1. You do. I got another 25 to win. Woo! Mystic Journey over the top takes the
1: lead. She is hungry, the If I don't get the first leg, Warren, I, I just walk home. I'm just straight out the door. I'm gone.
0: Hello, listeners, and welcome to a huge edition of the Two Units podcast got a big show as we preview the San Domenico Stakes from Rose Hill Gardens, as well as a card at the Valley headlined by the Carline Stakes. We've got the Flowey's, Pack Your Nags, our unit of the week, and we'll round out the show with our best bets from around Australia. My name's Nick Foote. Joining me is the great man, the Sultan. Salts, mate, good good group one week last week. I feel like we're back on track, the show.
1: Oh, look at him bringing it up right off the top of the show, Mr. Fangirl. I get a message Saturday morning, Oh, I wish I could redo it. Sydney's got more rain. My fangirl tips out the window and then it gets to a soft five and she rips down the outside. Good start for you, mate. Hey, racing this weekend as well. Often this Mooney Valley meet is a bit flat because the good ones come back in Caulfield and and then we sort of have one week on, one week off. And and the racing's not as strong at Mooney Valley this week, but it is a good betting program. I'm kind of getting involved.
0: I have noticed that in the run sheet that Salty sort of... Going out there sort of real confident with the with the big kookaburra bubble, ready to hit a few big boundaries, perhaps. So feel on the flow, man. Nice Harnessing <laughs> the, the good. Fly. I'm excited about that. Well, hopefully we'll find some more. Cause you know, you had first mate, Mr. Brightside last week. Awesome wonder up there at Rose Hill. Salty's sort of get starting to get his eye in, that's all I'm <laughs> saying. The Hados and Langer we are this week, mate. And if you're on Flow Meter, I'd be thinking about heading for the queue. It dashed away inside the 200-metre mark. Flow Meter goes on to win by nearly five. And here he comes, the fossil. Flow Meter, win 20, you little beauty. Flow Meter, can he keep these old legs going? What a legend, Flow Meter. We got the Flow Meter stinger this week. which we sort of got left off for a few weeks, so I brought it back. We'll just alternate with him and the Sandman. Um, I'd love to know who he beat by five. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think that was in start 47 <laughs> yeah, early on with Ron Stewart on board I think. <laughs> um hey mate gutsy jet award time uh got a few here to talk about it's a very Nick foot dominant se- session this one yeah, this? I've got so no positivity there's <laughs> a bit more salt and text in impacting acts. first of all honorable mention just want to shout out to uh Reese Goodwin good friend of the show You don't have to be dead to be stiff. He's had a bit of a tough weekend. Um, On Monday at Bansdale, we had Segment go around, 11-start maiden, and uh, was beaten by a horse called Wave the Wand at 100-to-1, who'd lost its last four starts by a combined 42 lengths, and Segment (laughs) was $2.80 favorite. And I was sort of having a laugh with him today. I was like, geez, mate, that's pretty stiff. Then he... um, had a runner out at uh Packenham today on the home track Super Solar <laughs> and it's been absolutely out bobbed in the last stride by a horse called Under the Rock who SP'd 151 bucks last start <laughs> and then SP'd about 20 bucks a day. So he's 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 had a tough week and I think that's deserving of, of an uh, honorable mention, mate.
1: <laughs> yeah, you gotta lift the spirits there for Racy.
0: Yeah. Um hey look in in media and you know being Being just a media juggernaut like yourself,
1: they call me uh, Kerry Stokes (laughs) when you Um, are, but still puffing
0: when you are live on air, whether it's radio, television. You know, we they don't have. They don't have the ability to be able to go into the post edit like we do on the two units podcast and clean up anything not that we need to because we're professionals mm. but it got a little bit late in a baseball game in America and this is what uh, <laughs> this guy I reckon he's pretty gutsy the way that he saved himself here you can't turn the black cock black uh, we can't turn the cool. clock back I know it's after a minute we can't turn the clock back <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> it's a bit of a stink. Oh, I reckon he saved himself by just saying that it's after midnight so he can get away with talking about black cock but that's yeah. that's uh yeah, gutsy to come back from that one, I reckon. So yeah, well that's you don't want to be saying that after midnight. Let's <laughs> yeah, so <to> be honest. <laughs> He's in for the one vote. <laughs> a, um, I don't know his a name. Time. So we're gonna call him Gutsy Baseball Caller. Gets the one <laughs> vote this week. Um hey, in for two votes is Ozzie Ange. He's at uh, his press conferences uh that Australian manager now of Tottenham Hotspur have been outstanding. Have you been tuning into any of these press salts?
1: I have. I saw the one with um the duet with Kyle Minogue and, and mm. Nick Cave. Um he's very deadpan in his responses too. He's quite dry. I don't yeah. mind that. Yeah. yeah,
0: he is good. This is um this was ahead of the first game, this bit of uh this bit of audio about when Quizz If his mates were coming to the match and it's it's the most Aussie response. Okay. Uh, I've got a few of them coming, yeah. Fair to say I've been inundated for uh for tickets. So um but it's great because they've been along for the journey, you know, we we grew up together and we all had those dreams, and 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 we're all living them together because they're to me they're just part of it as well. Because I'm, I wouldn't be sitting here today without them, and uh, yeah, they'll you know they'll they're all going to be here. And um, for the first time in sort of I reckon twenty years, I've had to pull out of our uh, fantasy Premier League teammates, which I'm gutted about. Um, and whilst they may try and draw me for information, they're getting nothing out of me. So um, it'll be fun. Yeah, because I'm a Premier League manager, correct? So there you go. It's not a fantasy anymore, mate. Okay, <laughs> that's good. That's not About bad. About half while, I was like, you you have a punchline here or what?" <laughs> yeah, I like, could bad. have cut that up a bit better. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're still,
1: you're still. Um, Pretty flat that you had to give up on Dream Team, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think I my, the last time I played Dream Team was in about 2010, and I had Will Thurstfield in the back pocket. So <laughs> I, think I, was, I don't think I was ever destined for greatness. It's <laughs> time going. to hang him up. Yeah, I'm glad I found AFL him. <laughs> well,
1: you, in, at least it wasn't Super Coach because in Dream Team you still got plus for three for kicking it out on the full.
0: Is that how it works? Yeah, he didn't lose any points. Yeah, okay. It wasn't a clanger. <laughs> That's a crack up. Um, hey, this is the other one, the three votes for the Gutsy Jets this week, is we've all made purchases on the cans before um, when perhaps a multi hasn't come through. And Angus Townley, a trainer who trained his first winner, Kahuka, at, at Bansdale on Monday, had an excellent interview on racing.com. I think it was with Ed Sadler. And this is, uh, this is what he had to say when he spoke about the horse Kahuka. Uh, It's a funny story I was telling you before, but uh, I bought it online from the Wallace stable and uh, it was on a Saturday afternoon and I had a couple of drinks and I I bought it and uh, the multi didn't pay out. So dad was the first person I called and I said, look, I've got a horse. He said, no, don't want it. So I called mum and I said, you ever interested in getting a horse for me? And she said, yes. I said, well, you own one. I just bought it. (laughs) That's pretty good. If dad, if dad doesn't pull through, call mum. It's mind. a classic,
1: like, just you know, when you want a biscuit, you just <laughs> you buy them both off each other.
0: salsa's so, so is comparing my oh, like thoroughbred to a milk arrowroot biscuit. Sea
1: biscuit. <laughs> sea biscuit. Yeah, yeah. that's but a good name. Um, or soggy. Soggy biscuit, you got. Oh, it.
0: Jesus. <laughs> but, but <laughs> man,
1: I, I hope the, the mum and the dad are still together because then it just ends up that the dad actually has bought a horse. Yeah, well, so I, 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 that, don't
0: know, I don't know too many people's mums that have got a winner at Monday on Bansdale. He got down, one so. off Waller and, and won a
1: race with it, which is pretty good effort. We got yeah. one off Waller. And, I think it's still running at around <laughs> saw it
0: at Orange at 151 to 1 recently. crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's regulation size of one. Oh, you will listen. Listen to every damn word I have to say. I see those finger you bring home, and they suck. I'm calm. It's packing eggs time, Salts. Uh, you, you're finally going to start bringing something to the show today. What do you got? Yeah, yeah. I'm due to chip in here, and it's
1: politicians and sport. Like, just get out. <laughs> yeah. So Albo on the weekend, like on the ground after the Matildas played the bronze medal game giving hugs photo opportunities like the whole entire world can see through you man the whole entire world just knows that you're out there for photo ops you don't care scomo he actually does go for cornell scomo so he was there but he he would always inject himself i'm not you know tucking into one side both sides do it they all do it they all think they're relevant dan andrews after we beat the French, instead of celebrating um, Australia's win, he says, "Or of Or of of the French, just get around the Australians, mate." But it'll, you know,
0: <laughs> you're not the bar. Now, of are they
1: all, but then I'm back saying, "Don't inject yourself." But still, <laughs> I, I just reckon go and get stuffed. And then, um, on a similar note too, we've we disagree with everything Piers Morgan says, mm. but now that. The, the Queensland Premier saying they're, they're building a statue for the Matildas for fourth. I don't know about that. It's, I don't know about the statue. I probably actually agree with Pierce. I I adored what happened with the Matildas, but no statue. It's just another, they're just spending money where it could be spent elsewhere.
0: I think the statue's signifying a moment in time, Salts. So I played devil's advocate there. Okay. It's not celebrating a fourth place in the World Cup. I think it's showing unity of the country when we've been so divided for so long around things. It was actually kind of magic, the way that yeah. we came together to support it yeah. without getting too lefty on yeah, <laughs> well, your sons. Oh. for the first day. But that's the way it I sounds see
1: like it. like you're going to be lining up for lunch. In now, isolation, in isolation,
0: you can go – Oh, you can't get a statue for fourth, and it sounds dumb, but there's context around that. All right. <laughs> God, what do you got? Yeah. Well, there's no context. Well, there always a little bit of context around this, but I was doing the form for Bansdale Monday, and I like you'd like to look up the aerial shots of the track, and I'm looking it up, and I ended up somehow looking at Google reviews for the Bansdale Racing Club, out of all things, and I was like, mm-hmm. I wonder, I've been there. Like, is it good? Looking through lots of positive comments, a good around, race club, yeah. Around, yeah. like How good it bang for buck membership, um, mm. the Bansdale facilities. From yeah. all reports, is a ripper. But I couldn't happen. To, I couldn't help but f- fall across this one from Diana Scat. And you know when there's just one, there's just one bad thing in a pile of in a pile of positivity and you're just drawn to the negative. This was the example here. Diana Scat gave the club one star a year ago, and this is what she had to say. Get a new chef. He can't cook. And she spelt can't C-A-R-N-T. So <laughs> automatically I'm on the back foot going, I don't know about you, Di. Um, <laughs> Get a new chef. He can't cook, but used to be good once. So, she said he can't cook, but he used to be good once. So he, his cooking's off the boil, clearly. Then she goes on to say, what a disgrace. Fake chicken schnitty. I had visitors with me. How embarrassing. We'll not be back unless you get someone who can cook good Aussie food. Yuck.
1: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so deep, dot, dot, dot,
0: dot, dot. Vegetables are a disgrace. <laughs> Can't be worse than the cook at Corolla. Oh, your mate. The,
1: <laughs> well, oh, yeah.
0: oh, if if you listen and you're a Bansdale Race Club regular, feel free to feel free to chop in and have a have a writer reply. Because I reckon die's bang out of order. So and do you reckon
1: you, the person doing that's calling himself chef?
0: They're just there helping out. They're, they're, yeah. yeah. They're just a cook. They're yeah. they're not they're not. They're not I don't know. Five chef hats or whatever they are. <laughs> they're, not, they're, they're not running. Uh, they're not running something uh, Asian fusiony in sort of yeah. Flinders Lane. That's for sure. Come on, come on, die. Come call. on, get serious.
1: Now, another thing that where people need to get serious is like this is for women and blokes, but it particularly stands out when blokes do it as well. Mm. If if you're going with countdowns for your birthday, then. You, you need to assess where you're at. So if you're saying, oh, it's my birthday in two weeks, oh, this would be a great, if this could happen for me, you know, ahead of my birthday, oh, it's my birthday next week and count down to your birthday, mentioning your birthday a hundred times. If you're a real true operator, when it's your birthday, like last Friday, I'm filming the analyzer, are mm. then I get a, t- and that's Friday morning, I get a text message from a producer at 5 p.m that day, saying, oh, be Zed's birthday. I said, well, that's great. Mm. This text is probably also eight hours too late. But also, <laughs> <laughs> because I've just been an hour and a half with him, but also, that's how, you, that's how you function on your birthday. You don't tell anyone. I don't want a month lead up of saying when your birthday is and every single moment in time that happens for the lead up to that is to do around your birthday. Get over yourself. There's some
0: real narcissism around that old thought. Yes, so, fair, so, bit. fair um, bit. Just, I know this wasn't the premise of your packing eggs, but do you know how old B, BZ is?
1: No, I don't. I feel
0: like he's a hard person to, like, put a finger on an age. Like, if you said BZ's 33, I'd go, fair enough. And if mm. you said he's 43, I'd probably say, fair enough. Hmm. Maybe he's in the, in the middle.
1: Say he's, well, <laughs> Wait, I'll, 30. I'll say he's
0: 35. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's still now got. A a
1: age. Of... He's got some pep in his step. No, not no, no. <laughs> well, maybe he's thirty six then. I thought I was thirty three, but I'm thirty four now. I'm flat. <laughs> <laughs> I've ruined your
0: night by oh, telling you no, the truth. <laughs> <bro. Ray. laughs> yeah, it's um, I've got a That's a reminder. It's Big Shiny's birthday today. Shout out, he's a big listener of the show. Better reach out to the Shindog later.
1: Birthday, Shiner.
0: Shindog, <laughs> good work. Let's get into some racing. When they're galloping to the gates, there's only one place to bet. Top Sport, the home of horse racing. Whether you're a sprinter or a stayer or just a fashion-conscious player, go the distance with bigger bet limits and top odds on every race, every time. Download the app for a faster, easier betting experience. Top Sport, feel the
1: excitement. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, call
0: 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au couple of fashion conscious players ready to dig their teeth into the Mooney Valley card we've also got specs at Rose Hill Gardens a couple at Morfolville too on the parks circuit over there this weekend so' I'll see the rails in f- what plus four meters this week now we understand the absolute backlash at Copped plus five what can we expect at the valley on Saturday
1: tried to do some things to rectify what happened the other week when it was five meters but you know when we came back to the true subsequent to that that four or five meter section was where the track was playing best so i'm i'm a bit wary about this weekend i don't think you want to be too far off them
0: Mm -hmm. okay well that that's good to know and i think generally speaking just doing the form at the valley that was sort of my feeling going in anyway yeah um mate race number one will kick things off here uh, it's a three-year-old for, uh, race for the Colts and Gelding. Set weights and penalties over 1,200 here. And you like one that brings some black opal form that may have been franked last week at Ranwick.
1: Yeah, spot on, that black opal form. This horse has form around Autumn Bell and Tiz Invincible, who won a Silver Shadow and Rosebud, respectively, first up this preparation. The horse I speak of is number two, The Years. Now, he was spanked by Amur prior to the spell, but The Years did go around favourite in that race. And I think it might've just been the end of prep. Key thing here is he resumed gelded. He's had two really forward jump outs at Flemington. When the markets went up, he was some $4.90. I thought he should have been favorite. He's since been backed in a favorite. Geordie Child's on, drawn low. I expect they be positive. Of course, we know that's what the stable do. And he's going to be very hard to catch this fella the years.
0: Yeah. Good call. Three bucks, 90 on top sport. Uh, is Salties play in the first to get us off to a good start. Uh, let's head now to race number three. It's a, another three-year-old race. It's a handicap over 1,500 metres. Um, you've got one here for the Price and Kent Jr. team.
1: Yeah, I love what the four Robrick did. Oh, sorry, the three Robrick did last start jumping from barrier four, marks are on board. He got the blinkers on first time in a fast race at Flemington and was really strong at the end of that fast 1,400-meter race. But the wind was also soft. Now, there's some other good horses in this race. The one I'm uh, a bit concerned about is Al Potter de Sol. But drawn barrier one, got back on debut. I think this horse for Liam Howley is... You know, it's currently $16 for a Victoria Derby. Uh, that's where he's going to be heading. And I won't be surprised to see him favoured on the day because he looks talented, but probably gets back from barrier one. R- Robrick goes forward. Going
0: to be really hard to get past Robrick. Yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned that horse, Elpholder de Sol. I was going to make reference of a wonder watch in this race too, just when you get out over further onto a bigger suitable track like Flemington, I think it's going to be a real danger. But Robrick... Uh, number three there, Mark Zara on board, backed into 2 bucks 70 already on Top Sport. Uh, let's head now to race number four. It's a benchmark 78 over the mile. And uh, you've got one here, Peter Moody, Kath Coleman combined.
1: Yeah, Hennessy Ladd, the seven, drops back in grade from 84 grade and probably just lobs on the back of the leader in this race. Did a bit of work facing the breeze last start at Flemington and, peaked on the run now third up drops in grade yes goes up in weight but maps really nicely and and has been really well supported since markets open think another one these first sort of three players on the program race one three and four uh, uh, a horse is going to be really hard to beat
0: at mooney valley it looks a bit of speed engaged in this race too so it's like you got a little bit of speed out wide too like river plate never goes slow oh michelle will you push across and be a speed influence so um, nicely mapping there and sitting on the back of the leader is your prediction?
1: Yeah, probably King Coover kicks up from barrier one and tries to hold those other ones out. And, and
0: Hennessy Ladd will just try and stalk that. Yeah, nice. Uh, let's head to race number six now, mate. Three-year-old fillies race, set weights and penalties over 1,200. Um, I'm going to just bet around um, the well-fancied inhibitions who, who did open up sort of... 450 ish and has been backed into $3.70 already and looks hard to beat maps well but I'm going to side with number six I for media who's double figures top sport 10 bucks 330 at the moment look she's not the biggest filly but she does look quite athletic she's one of those key speed influences similar path to what you're taking in those first four first three races and uh Look, I just really liked her, her um, trial. She ran third in an 800-metre trial, crossing the line on the heels of I Am Unstoppable and Charmstone. She was down to in the quizette last week. Uh, Lob's here, which looks much easier. So um, she'll get every chance if she's good enough. So uh, I for media at 10 bucks. And then I just want to see what the track's doing as well. salts so um, with number seven, right to party. So over 60 days since last start, However, will carry plenty of residual fitness from a successful trip north where she was able to tick the maiden off and then go on to run second at listed level to Zuckeret at Eagle Farm on top of the ground. If they're running on, she's the one that I'll spec at a price. She can reel off a really big late sectional, ran the overall fastest last 600 of the entire meeting last start at Eagle Farm. She can certainly figure if the pattern and the track um, allows her to on Saturday. Um, then we had to race seven, mate, which is a handicap over the Cox Plate distance of twenty forty, And we're both going to side with a little uh, each way number here, mate. You and I just teaming up. Handshake emoji.
1: Yeah, the five, Maserati Bay. And look, I thought his run first up this preparation way back in May was really good and then sort of just lost his way a bit. He was absolutely spanked a couple back by... Um, the toppy who scratch young Werther but it was an improved run last start at Mooney Valley and what happened was he got stuck on the back of the leader which was Irish Flame who just absolutely chucked it in reverse and then the jockey on board um, Maserati Bay Harry Coffey who now g- goes to his normal ride Normandy Bridge up in the weights he just had nowhere to go but I thought he was quite strong to the line Maserati Bay once he was out. Now they claim down, so he drops weight on last start. I would just love them to go forward and lead. He's been able to go forward and and lead in the past and and run some good races, so drops in the weights. um, I've backed him each way.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. those... Those two, there were two runs there that didn't really turn out for him. He turned from Maserati Bay into sort of a Nissan Micro Bay, didn't he? (laughs) There for a couple, it was no good. So, um, I'm with you. I like the map. I really hope Celine can push, uh, press forward and lead as well. So, we're looking at a nice price Maserati. It's already met with some early support, so it's sort of into twelve bucks, three bucks to place. Um, let's head now to the feature on the card, race eight, the listed car line stakes, four-year-olds and upwards, set weights and penalties over 1,000. Bella Nipatina won the race last year, and, and the Ma Eustace team had five Metro winners on this day, took the absolute P1 double five, they did. Um, look, looking into this race, the tempo looks hot. You've got snapper from one, uh, likely leader, Valley Specialist, Generation who's been met with some support to push across. Acromantula, Sweet Ride, Omni Man. They come through the same race um, and hypothetical. They're all key speed influencers. I'm siding with the Perth Raider, Acromantula, at about 4.40 um, for Team Pierce, As I mentioned, through that same Benchmark 100 race that was won by Sweet Ride, gets a 5-kilo weight swing there and a a 3.5-kilo weight swing on the market danger Omni Man has outstanding gate speed. I think he'll sit outside snapper, be better second up, and can bounce off that great first up performance. So Acromantula for me in the listed car line, salty boy. He's met with some support actually already into four bucks. I quoted 440, so I'm bugged. Um, Head on to race number nine now. A benchmark 100 over 1,400 metres, and I'm siding with Deny Knowledge. Um, I was keen, Deny Knowledge, last week first up. She was scratched race day morning. They Mick Ken ended up choosing to go to the PB Lawrence over that, um, over that race later in the day where she was well and truly in the market, but she had some sort of skin allergy. They mustn't have like put enough sauberlene cream on or something <laughs> else after the after the shampoo well, i'm not sure what's going on there but um look first up again uh here since april uh as i mentioned last week she was competitive in black type races from 1600 to 2200 she had two jump outs in prep for this the second jump out was a winning one over 1200 at crambon uh, where she led them up went to the line well she got a nice action she goes well fresh um yeah, she gets the pinner. We remove pin, gets in at 52 and a half. I think it's a really good bet. Then St. Lawrence, like I, I don't want to – lose on this horse like just so consistent hasn't put a foot wrong drops eight kilos off last start at Caulfield uh, we're one in 78 grade um, Heffel has a good relationship with the horse I'm just going to save my stake on St Lawrence if that horse prevails and it's good enough so that's my little two-bet play in race number nine mates
1: nice big day for us at Mooney Valley
0: mate we have we book this you're going I'll take the first four or five and I'll take the back half of the car mm-hmm.
1: I've got- oh, well, I'll take over now yeah
0: you got the early quaddy and I'll get the real quartier. eh? <laughs> um, Rose Hill, what can we expect up there, mate?
1: Yeah, good track, rail six metres. Uh, this this will be a fast track, and I'm expecting that you, you're going to want to be on the fence or close to it and, and right up on the speed.
0: Well, let's start off proceedings in race number two, which is benchmark 78 over 2000 metres. Now, you're siding um, with the son of all too hard, but before that, did, Beery must have a wedding on in Sydney or something. I say he's got a runner in this race, Scarlet Prince. He must yeah, be. Yeah, he actually ran well
1: last start, Scarlet Prince in, in Melbourne. Must be charging some,
0: nicely. Yeah. Must be charging some hotel Ibis to the company card for a wedding <laughs> or something. It's getting one to go around. Um, you're with too much Gaviar.
1: Yeah, I am here a month between runs, but I love the fact that they sent him to the trials at Rose Hill between runs and gave him a really good hit out the fastest of four or five thousand and thirty meter trials on the morning. And Regan Bayless rode that morning, and they really pushed him out through the line. Now he's got to make up three lengths on Wineglass Bay from when Wineglass Bay beat him at. at at uh, it was too much caviar's last start. Wineglass Bay has, has subsequently run. Does meet Wineglass Bay a little bit better off at the weights, but there's just no other leader in the race. I think they lead, and if the track's playing the way I expect it to, it should be hard to run down. The last time he won was at 2,000 meters.
0: Yeah, nice. And you're looking at mm, it's five bucks. Five bucks. Yeah. On top sport. I don't. I'm not sure Wineglass Bay wants to win.
1: Nah. Well, you know, it was there to win
0: yeah. subsequent
1: to that. Race that too much caviar comes through. Um, yeah,
0: I'm I don't want, to, don't want to throw around any accusations, but it <laughs> won't be. Get, it certainly won't be getting any of mine in the second at Rose Hill. Uh Race six, mate. Phil is and Mare's benchmark seventy eight over fifteen hundred meters. Um, talk about. Let's get our let's get our cash back on one um, here, and a key jockey change to boot.
1: Yeah, have to follow up with the five-call die. And she went straight to 1,400 metres first up in this grade, and I just thought she'd be too good for the grade, but she only had one trial, and it told in the end. She did. They didn't go overly hard, but she did a little bit of work to sit outside the leader, face the breeze the entire, and just got pounced on by powerful Peg, who's racing in good form as well, drawn barrier one in this race. But I just think with that added fitness, Nash on, uh, her only win comes with him on board. I just think she'll take a lot of benefit from that first up run and be hard to beat, and and shes I still believe she's the class horse in this
0: grade. Mm, I'm with you. I th- um, I'll follow you in, and I hope she doesn't get powerfully pegged on the post. <laughs> <laughs> can't <laughs> say that, Salts. No, nah, I, really
1: I actually brought that up to you once before as well, and then you made the joke, don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: there he is. <laughs> uh, race seven. Uh one of the one of the big races on the card. It's the group three up and coming stakes for the three-year-olds who were both siding with Le Vamp- Vampire here. Mm. Uh so it's, it's a it's a good name. Or I, I think you called it Les Vampires off air, but it's Le Vampires. <laughs> yes. <there>. oh, he's <laughs> an absolute bloodsucker. <laughs> um I think this is the company they expected this Piero cult to be running in because did a lot wrong on debut at Canterbury, SP to fifty five. jumped awkwardly, <laughs> tried to go and get a hot dog and a Coke um, on the <laughs> bend, <laughs> finishing third. Then went to Warwick Farm over 1,200, jumped well from wide draw, led all the way and still managed to reel off the second fastest last 200 of the race, strong through the line. So 1,300 metres, no issue for me, especially with Tim Clark going on, mate. So I'm keen lay vamp here and I'm pretty sure you are too. Anything else to add?
1: Nah, he will go to the front and lead. Now, that second fastest last 200 meters, the one that ran the fastest last 200 meters of the race was NCAP, who goes around here for Portelli, the seven. But also, Le Bampierre did five lengths more work to the 600. So when you're, when you're running top two last 200-meter splits and you've been leading and, and not walking, then a little
0: bit extra, yes and please, drops five and a half kilos. Giddy up. Yeah, well-mannered, two Salts, yes and please. I like that. Uh, race number 10, uh, Ruffy Alert in a benchmark 88 over 1,200 metres for you.
1: Yeah, look, I was looking at this race, and I know Pioneer River, he, he's really looking to get to 1,200 metres, so he gets to his right distance. But there's a horse in the, the race that's just the wrong price, and it's the four munitions for Richard Litt. Now, he took a, a while to to notch up a win for Richard Litt after coming over from James Cummings and Godolphin. But even before he did notch up his win, which was prior to the spell, he was running some really high ratings and and fast times and just finding one better. But you have a look at what he did first up off just one trial. He was fourth in the listed July sprint. He was beaten home by Omni Man and Sweet Ride, who then subsequently at a benchmark 100 at the Valley. Second in the race was Dragonstone, who's had two runs since, which has been a runner-up to I Am Me, and a third behind Buenos Notches and Argentia. Mm. Hot form race. He's there in fourth, over 1,100 meters. Now a month between runs. You look at his trial between runs, and I reckon they tried to hide him because he bounced faster than anything in the trial. There was a horse winning verse in the trial who's a speedster, but then they took hold of him. He covered ground in the trial, and... They just took him to the line un- under f- a ferocious hold. He can be positive here. They claim down three kilos, and after that claim, what that means is he's been beaten a length and a half by Diamond Dealer back in January. Well, he now gets three and a half kilos off Diamond Dealer, who's five dollars fifty. Mm. Wrong price each way. Yes, and please just to keep up with the uh, the the manners, the manners mate. Like play that. up, play up, please, bookies. You've you've.
0: You're a well-mannered child because you've accused Richard Lid of playing a game of hide and seek with munitions at the yeah. Woke farm trials, and you've yesed and was light him was and sneaky <laughs> he was. um mate you've mounted a very strong case for that at a big price so yeah I've already five bucks yeah I, I just got I, on before we go there
1: yeah, I like him for a good result, and then I realized um by the time I summed
0: that up that I really like him. I don't usually <laughs> um I don't usually bet mid-show, um, but I have today. Yeah. So there we go. Hey, I'm just gonna duck over to Morfet Field before we uh, round out the spec segment. I've got a couple of plays there, one a bit later. Race three, mate, we're on the park circuit. It's a benchmark seventy over the thousand. There's a runner here called Alpha Flight at 10 bucks two ninety. And if this isn't a one-by-three play, I'm not here. So he was racing really well um, around this time last year as an early three-year-old for Richard and Chantel Jolly. They then took him to Melbourne to compete in a good three-year-old race where he wasn't disgraced against the likes of Renosu, Kin, Boldinho. Uh, they don't take their runners to Melbourne this camp unless they think they've got a genuine chance of winning. So got put away after that. And then last preparation just didn't come up at all Um, What I love, though, was he trialled here at Morfittville over 1,050 back on August 4 and went like a bomb under hardly any riding. So some good winning chances here for runners in form around him, but I've just got a few things against. So Jean Valjean, who's been one of mine, um, I think is eating up a lot of the market, has drawn sticky in one Go back. We'll need a great steer. The other is Prancing Queen, who's a last start sandown winner, and she races well off really fast tempos. So she needs something to go her way up front as well. So I think Alpha Flight ten bucks two ninety salts um, is a bloody good bet,
1: mate. Everyone's been waiting for this particular point of the show. Everyone's been waiting for unit of the week because it was well publicized what happened up in Cairns last week. We've got a dollar 12 pop roll. <laughs> oh, well, people what they want, given what they want. I
0: want. Unit. unit of the week. Now Jack is a loose cannon. Let me just let me just start this segment. So, Jack, our unit of the week, who played a straight bat last week uh, with a horse called Better Owl at around nine bucks, um, rolled the dollar nine favorite, who just decided to get another one of the hot dog and coke, <laughs> um, hot dog and coke <laughs> <Yeah>. lovers just <laughs> hung out, shocked, and something went wrong there. Snuck through. It was scenes, and it and it blew up the socials and. Uh, he won't mind me saying this but he he messaged later in the day and just said thanks for coming units three leg multi salts this bloke um, race 1 prophetess wins 630 race 5 better hour right, wins at 750 he got it out fixed can's race 9 female officer at 34 to 1 wins $50 bonus bet Turns it into ninety thousand dollars if you don't mind. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucked. The other kicker is he just had it. He had fifty one dollars seventy five on female officer to win at twenties, and of course I got up. That's <laughs> oh, a kitty. So if um, look, he hasn't he hasn't come collecting for his half yet, but I'd imagine he might be shoveling that down to uh, Racing Hearts. But we'll just let him decide. You'd like to think so. like <laughs> it's, it's just just putting it out there. We won't <laughs> we won't say if you do or you don't publicly. It's up to you. This is the greatest though i've been waiting for his recording today and he's just sent me a message and all it says is i have two bars of 3g and i'm in the middle of fucking nowhere (laughs) cans race six number 12 premium star wins (laughs) that's all it says so we got no audio of jack he's on two bars of 3g out in the wilderness (laughs) but he's given us cans race six number 12 premium star and before the show i checked and the odds weren't up salt so um we will hopefully I'm just waiting on me. that I'm setting an yeah. alert. Yeah, so I'm setting an alert. Uh, let's get on Primo Star. Uh, it's time now to head to our two units, our best bets from around Australia. I'll head to Moorfordville Parks once again. Race 8, the Leon McDonald stakes over 1,400 metres. And this is Straight Bat. I'm on See You in Heaven at 2 bucks 10 Oh, she's the best sprinter in Adelaide. She finds a, a race more winnable than the Behemoth Stakes, which she competed in and won last start. Uh, she ran the third fastest last 200 metres of the meeting. Suggests the step up to 1,400 metres here is no issue. The toe rag has drawn wide, which I like, and he'll stalk into it, and she will be very hard to hold out. That is my best bet.
1: My best bet is also in Adelaide on the park Track race six, number five I, Clarence. Now, two horses I've wanted to follow pop up in this race in Clarence and Roman's Law, who backs up a week for Danny O'Brien, got too far back at Morfaville last week. But these are the numbers Clarence reeled off in a three-horse maiden race at Balaclava last start. Home in 3206, last 421.20, last 2107.4. His last 400-meter split alone was 5.5 lengths faster than the next best on the day. Now, it was only a three-horse race, but the horse that he absolutely pumped then went 1,050 metres to 1,400 metres subsequently at Murray Bridge on Wednesday and absolutely hammered a field. So even though there's only three horses in the race, there's already been a winner in behind him, and and his win was soft as butter. Off that, I I thought this guy just has to go to a Saturday in town in his next race, and here he is in a Class 1. Kayla Crowder sticks. Going to be very hard to beat. The five Clarence race six on the Parks track to uh, wrap up what has been
0: a massive show of tipping, mate. That is a huge. It's a lot of specs, isn't it? We've mm. done really well. I reckon if if Clarence does get the Chalkies there on Saturday, this could be the most franked form three horse race in the history of racing.
1: Yeah, I'll, I don't know what's happened with third since, but keep an eye out. <laughs>
0: it's going places. Could be going <laughs> to Cox Plate. Yeah, get the futures Cox Plate. Ship. <laughs> mate it has been a stacked show and if you've liked what you've heard give us a follow like subscribe to all our things Spotify Mm. leave a review Apple Um, yeah Instagram give us a follow like a double thumb tap heart thing um, all of those because We want to explode and um, we're we're looking forward to a big spring with you guys. But Salty, um, always fun to see you, mate, on a Thursday. Um, Good luck this weekend and listeners, good luck. Gamble responsibly and we will be back in your ears next Thursday.
1: Have a great weekend.